The Water Coolest daily financial newsletter is now powered by Barstool Sports. It's the only newsletter that I read every morning to stay informed on what the hell is going on in the markets. You can check it out at barstool.link slash watercoolest. That's barstool.link slash watercoolest. W-A-T-E-R-C-O-O-L-E-S-T. Welcome to the Tea Tribe. This is Tea with Publicity episode one, and I am your host, Alyssa Amoroso. Guys, I can't even, I don't even know where to begin. So let's just kind of jump into things. I want to first lay out how the podcast is going to be formatted, and then we're just getting right to it. Um, So each week, we're going to spill the tea on various taboo and girly female topics like astrology, manifestation, body image, plastic surgery, dating, so much more. The sky is the limit. There are so many things that I want to touch on. And this week is no different. Um, Before I get into that, I am going to fill you guys in a little bit on my personal life because so much is new in my life and so much has changed. Then we're going to jump straight into an interview with Remy Badar. Then we will do the weekly Spill the Tea segment where I dish on the things that I am absolutely loving this week. We will close out with the Ask Alyssa advice segment. You guys wrote in so many amazing questions. I actually was tearing up this morning reading them. Um, Just the fact that people wrote in such heartfelt things and like trust me for my advice. I'm going to try to not fail you. But I've always liked giving advice. I always joke that like I would want to be a guidance counselor or something in another life. So I'll do my best. But let's get into my personal life because things are really different. Okay, so first of all, not only is it a new year, 2021, I'm 30. Like I turned 30 on January 4th. And so for me, the start of a new year is the start of literally a new year for me. So it holds a lot of weight. And everything that led me to this moment, working at Barstool, hosting my podcasts with them has been kind of like serendipitous in my opinion. So I do want to kind of explain like how I got here and what even got me here. And I feel like I've been on this like spiritual journey. Um, I think the pandemic just made me super spiritual and like in touch with like the universe and manifesting. And I mean... I just, I don't even know. I'm such a believer these days. So basically, let me go through how this came to be. Um, It starts with TikTok. So on November 11th, I posted an eight-second TikTok talking about mid-size fashion, which is basically women that are not a size double zero and you're not plus size either. You're like in between. And I feel like that, like... I don't want to call it weight, but like those sizes aren't always talked about or, you know, there's not really that that many people that represent that midsize range. So I did a little TikTok talking about it, telling people to follow me for midsize fashion inspo and it blew up. Like I'm talking 3.5 million views, 300,000 followers that I gained and it's still growing every single day. So what was interesting is that like, I had gained weight recently in the last two years and it was something I was like really ashamed of and something I didn't know how to address and there's reasons why and we can get into that like on a later episode but the first like the second I actually talked about it 
the universe like rewarded me and I saw this like instant success in terms of just like followers like pouring in and people just like reaching out to me and and looking at me as someone that you know they could go to for help or advice and that was just kind of the start of that so then after that video went viral I decided that I wanted to see a psychic medium for the first time ever in my life because I was stepping into 30. I was starting a new year. I had just moved into an apartment living alone for the first time ever in my life. So I was like, let me just go to a psychic medium, talk to the dead, see what they have to say, get some opinions. And it changed my life within seconds of going. um, My grandparents who passed came through and I had been seeing the number 1111 on the clock leading up to that moment for a week. Like before I saw this guy, his name's Jack, I kept seeing 1111, 1111 every day on the clock. And they say that that's like an angel number, whatever. The second I sit down with him, he's like, your grandma's here. She's your guardian angel. And she wants to know if you've been seeing 1111. She's been sending you signs. And I was like, yes, I have been seeing it. And then I realized the date that I posted the video that went viral was on November 11th, aka 11-11. So all this success was coming my way. He told me something in my career was about to be explosive and really take off. And this is before I even pitched Barstool. So a few days later, I'm sitting at home watching reality TV as I do by myself, like, I'm such a Capricorn that even when I'm trying to relax, like, I can't relax. I'm sitting on the couch, like, thinking about, like, business ideas and plotting stuff. So I'm listening to actually an interview with Dave Portnoy, the president of Barstool Sports, founded the company. And he's talking, and I had thought about pitching him before, but I didn't have an original concept because my old podcast was based on pop culture, which Chicks in the Office does so flawlessly. So... I was like, I don't have a new concept to pitch him until TikTok, body positivity, manifestation, girly shit. I was like, this is my niche. Like, they need a relatable girl on their network. So I reached out to Dave. My DM started with, hear me out. He wrote back and was like, he, I'll never forget it. He said, great intro. And guys, don't get it twisted. I'm a former publicist. So like, My pitch was super strategic. (laughs) Like I wrote it in a way I knew would get his attention and it did. And we were in conversations for two months or so, a little less. And I got my contract on December 21st, which like I'm not an astrologer. I don't even know much about astrology, but anyone that knows that was this day called the Great Conjunction, which is like this day that only comes around every 100 years or so. It was like We would only see it once in our lifetime and it was supposed to be a day that you were supposed to manifest and like put out into the universe what you want to receive and that was the day I got my contract. So then a month after that, it was holidays, contracting, yada, yada. Now here we are. So I mean my life has dramatically changed as you could tell if you're new here I talk about manifestation and like hippy dippy shit and I'm also so not that way but I'm becoming more that way but like now I'm working with dudes and not just any kinds of dudes like there is a man every corner I turn and I haven't seen a guy 
in actually months. Like, it's been corona. Like, it's a pandemic. I'm by myself usually. These are, like, the broiest men. Like, I keep finding different innate objects at my desk. Like, when I come in in the morning, there's, like, this sword that I keep, like, finding. And I'm like, what the hell is this sword? There's, like, figurines. And, like, I'm learning about the stock market and just, like, sports. Like, I don't know. I'm so out of my element. I'm, like, wearing heels and lip liner. And I think everyone's confused by my presence. But it is what it is. And... I Like I said, I come from the PR world and the influencer world, and I've only ever worked with women or gay guys, and now I'm with, like, dudes. Like, I don't know. It's a thing. Um, So, yeah, I will be updating you guys on what it's like to work with men because this is new for me. And speaking of men, I've never in my life had so many exes resurface every single guy I so much have looked at or breathed in their direction dm'd me the second they knew I was working with Barstool I was like you have to be kidding me like first of all anyone that reached out to congratulate me I really I do appreciate it it's not you that I'm talking about I'm talking about the people that are texting me adding me on LinkedIn finding me on every single platform all of a sudden texting me regularly regularly as if we're like old time friends when I haven't heard from you in three years it's like excuse me so yeah it's interesting to say the least um my favorite is this one guy so he cheated on his girlfriend with me and like don't get it twisted I didn't know he had a girlfriend so like I was I was just as burned in this situation keep in mind this is in like 2013 when I graduated college. So we're talking like eight years ago that we hooked up. And by hooked up, we kissed. Um, and we're like seeing each other a little bit. She, I found out he had a girlfriend. A picture surfaced on Facebook of him visiting her at college with flowers when he told me he was single. So I ended things with him. That same dude is – guys – I don't even know how to describe this because it's like my life is a comedy sketch. He texts me every single year at 12 a.m. on my birthday for eight consecutive years. I kid you not, 12.01, 12 a.m., first person every single year to wish me happy birthday in for, I'm not kidding, like a decade now. And it is so crazy because one time he texted me again, 12 a.m., Hey, Alyssa, happy birthday from Asia. So you're telling me there's a time difference and you're still the first person to text me happy birthday. Like, I don't know. Something seems a little wrong there. So I announced Tuesday, 3 p.m., I am working at Barstool Sports. Tuesday, 3.02 p.m., guess who texts me? Him. Just saying, um, this is the best part. Hey, Lissa, how have you been? Not congratulations, just saw your Instagram post because I follow you. Nope. He thinks I'm not going to connect the dots that I just made this big announcement. And two minutes later, you're asking me how I've been. Um, yeah, so I didn't answer him. But it, it's been interesting. Like I said, they're showing up on every platform. And guys like that, like I am single if you haven't put 
two and two together at this point. But guys like that, I have no interest in pursuing something with you because your intentions are clear and you've made them clear now. Like this other guy, sorry if you're listening because you probably are. The first time we went on a date together, I was in his phone as Alyssa Instafamous. And like, I like him. So like we're friends and we talk and I answer him when he reaches out. But it's like, I was in your phone as Alyssa Instafamous and now I got this job and now you're DMing me every single day as if we're cool. It's like, I don't want to date someone that wants to date me with the wrong intentions. So we're going to get into dating on multiple episodes, but that is enough about me for this week. I want to dive in to my interview with Remy. You've probably seen her on TikTok where she shares honest try-on hauls. She talks openly about her relationship with food and provides hysterical fashion commentary. So let's get to know her better and let's spill some tea. Okay, guys, I am here with Remy, my, Hello. In- my internet friend. I know. We met on the internet. We <laughs> feel like we know each other, but we don't. I know, because I literally, I'll like DM her, ask for recommendations. <laughs> I feel like, and especially because you're in New York. Yeah. I, when someone's from New York, you're just like automatically. Exactly. You could just have the vibe already. But when I just saw you, I was like, we, we know each other. <laughs> I know. I was like, okay. <laughs> oh, old, old friend. <laughs> so we were talking a little bit before we got started recording and what I want to talk to you about today is just like your journey, confidence, your struggles, everything, because we're spilling the tea. Yes. And I think it's interesting because I was asking you, like, I was like, is this your full-time job now, aka TikTok? And you were telling me that you actually got furloughed in March, was it? I got furloughed in April and then I got let go for my full-time job in July. So then this happened at an amazing time. The fact that you literally went viral on TikTok basically overnight. Like yeah. This has happened fast for you. I know. And I'm noticing that. Like, I think as I follow more people and see they're making so many videos every day and it's been for a year now, like this was pretty quick for me and I didn't realize how fast I was growing. Okay. Do you want to know why? This is my theory. Okay. Just as someone that's worked in social media for so many years, I pick up on these things Yeah, because I'm the same. So, I mean, I've been posting on TikTok probably for like a year, but what really took off was when I started talking about my body. And I, when I look at like the, the likes on my post, mm-hmm. I have way less likes than some people who have the same following as me, but I have just as many followers. It's because the things that we're talking about, people want to follow. It's like the conversion rate is yeah. like stronger. So like you post a video and you get so many followers because there's no one talking about these things. So I think that we're just like gaining followers because we're talking about shit. We're not just like dancing. Exactly. You know? and I, and yeah, and I think that – I never thought – I guess it's not weird for me, so that's why it's not clicking because I, you, I'm i a very open book. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'll talk about these things to my friends and stuff. So now I'm just doing the same thing but doing it with a huge audience and I'm getting amazing responses, hundreds of messages a day. I really try and message, respond to everyone back. But I – you know, I'm, I'm so shocked that this, all this is happening. It's just so exciting and crazy, but, like, that's what the thing is. Like, you didn't even know that I had a full-time job in music – Before that, I was at Bravo doing PR. Like, I was never trying to do this. And I think that's what's so amazing about it. It kind of just happened because I wasn't trying. Yeah, because you were just being yourself. Yeah. Wait, okay. So I I DM'd you this other day because we were talking about something. And I wanted to ask you it on the podcast. We were like, we'll save it. What I asked you basically, or I said to you, I was like, I like that I've created this niche for myself, but I don't always want to put my body out there because some days I don't feel good about myself. Yeah. And like 
do you struggle with those days? Yes. I mean, lately, to be completely honest, has like been the worst for me. I almost, it's not that I'm putting myself in front of people, like that part of me putting my body in front of people. I'm not self-conscious about that part, but I want to be as authentic as possible. And I don't want to keep all the messages I get from people or people saying, how can I be as confident as you? How can I have your body and all these questions? And I'm like, wait, I'm not happy right now. Like I'm not completely happy with how I look and how I feel. I'm pretty unhappy and it's, it's a back and forth for me, you know? Like, I definitely think that I always grew up as a very confident person. Me too. But then in the past few years when I got into working at Bravo and Title and very intense entertainment jobs and being on not the talent side, it really did tear down my confidence a lot, you know, working for, like, very strong-minded women. And I lost a lot of that confidence. So TikTok really helped me. Everyone on TikTok is saying that I'm helping them so much. They're helping me just as much. Mm, but it's a struggle every day. You know, I, I'm i very – I'm not super happy with where my body is right now. In the past year, I gained 40 to 50 pounds. Like, I'm not accepting of where my body is right now, and I don't want to just keep telling everyone that I am. I don't want to keep putting it out there that I'm just super confident, super confident, and I don't say that. But I want to keep making it known to everyone, like, I feel – the way they might feel too. I'm struggling yes. just as much. Yeah, I think that's so important. And something that I've been concerned about, and I wonder if, if you think this too, is like I'm, I specifically put on weight because I had like a gluten allergy that I didn't know. I was like going through some personal stuff where I just like wasn't myself. And this isn't like the weight that I'm at now. Like, would I like to be thinner? Of course. Like, but it's a process to get there. Mm-hmm. And, I wonder, because we're talking about our bodies and loving yourself and accepting yourself, even if you're not necessarily happy, it's like accepting this is where I am today. Yeah. And I wonder, do you get nervous that people are going to, in a year from now, if you lose the 40 pounds, be like, she turns on us. This, like, I've blah, really, blah, blah. I've really been thinking about that a lot because I genuinely, I don't want this to all be about weight, but deep down in my mind, will I be happier if I lose the 40 pounds? Yes. I don't necessarily think that I'll ever go back to what I was being a size 10 or 12, and I'm fine with that. But I'm also not super happy with where I am at now. But again, my thing is being authentic in who I am. If someone has a problem with me because of whatever weight I'm at, whether that's losing weight or gaining weight, I don't know, unfollow me. You know, like that's what I keep saying with... Recently, a lot of people have been reaching out about one specific thing, which has been bothering me. I'm a sensitive person. Mm-hmm, me too. So I try and act like I like don't care about the negative comments. And even like my mom and dad are like, stop responding. I'm like, sometimes I have to. But people have been reaching out to me and being like, now that you – now that you're working with all these brands, you're acting way nicer to them. We liked when you were being mean to brands and being funny. And for clarity, she – Remy started doing – videos on TikTok if you guys haven't if you're not familiar with her work <laughs> TikToks on videos doing realistic try on hauls so she would try on like free people clothes or whatever it may be and be like this is how it fits my size body and it's not always super positive because like we don't look like models all the time most people don't look like models yeah. so and by models I mean the models that we see in media because you are a model so whatever but <laughs> anyway so that's like the background context yes and 
you know, exactly, online, when you're seeing these photos of these models, they're actually getting the clothing pinned to them and made to look perfect on their bodies. Yes. So it will never look the same as it does online, as it does in person. And I think I kind of started doing this just because I would literally, like, Snapchat my friends always just laughing at myself in these clothes that would come from whatever the brand was and just look insane on me. And I genuinely think it's funny. I wouldn't get really upset about it. Yes, there are times when I'm shopping in person. And I I used to hate shopping. Shopping was miserable for me because I would go all day and then just end up crying and wanting to leave because nothing would fit. But when I get things sent to me online, I think it's so comical how different it looks. You could only laugh at it. And I think that's what I'm trying to do is like tell everyone like it's funny. Like it's not us. It's the brand's fault. They need to start listening to their to they need to start listening to the reviews that people are giving on their clothing. Yeah. They need to start listening to us. But I think that the reason it's helping so many people is them realizing I don't need to cry about this. It's not me. It's literally the brand. It's their sizing's incorrect. Their sizing isn't inclusive. So I think I did this for a laugh and it turned into something more and and now it's and now it's helping people and it's helping me. There's nothing more I could want from this. I'm super happy. I think that it's just so interesting because this was not where my life was supposed to be in my own head. And now Mm -hmm. I'm trying to just let go of all of that and realize that nothing is going as planned and that's okay. And it's actually going in a better direction. I actually heard a quote on a podcast I was listening to recently and I keep thinking about it as I'm stepping into this role that is like if it doesn't scare you, it doesn't challenge you or it's like and that's true because even me coming onto a sports network like obviously there's women that are going to listen to this and my audience is so incredible and like so supportive and I love them, but there's a whole audience that I'm exposing myself to that doesn't know me, and it's scary stepping onto any platform like TikTok, like a podcast, like a web show, whatever it may be, and I think at the end of the day, if you're just like vulnerable in yourself, that's all you could really do, you know, like you just have to be yourself. I mean, I'm sure you're nervous coming onto something totally new. Yeah. Every single platform is a different audience. I don't think people realize that. Like I just started growing on Instagram, and it's they don't see my TikTok videos. They want my, they want completely different content or I have to cut my content from TikTok, put it on Instagram and that's the first time they're seeing it. So this is a complete new audience for you and then you have your original followers, which mm-hmm. is great. It's a scary thing, but like you said, I completely agree. Like if you keep being you and just keep being true to yourself, people will like you for that. They might not and then they don't need to follow you, but you don't need to change anything that you were doing before. Absolutely. I feel the same way. And also, I think there's something really strong about like stepping into your truth and being like, this is where I am. Like just owning how you feel like, okay, I might not feel my best right now, but I'm going to talk about it and I'm going to be vulnerable because I feel like I come from the influencer world in New York City, super freaking cutthroat. These girls are rude. Like, I've I had my podcast for two years before this and I would ask people to come on and no one would answer me yeah like these girls are just different and like I don't even know where I was going with this because now I'm like heated I'm like Fuck no yeah, never well, I never <laughs> I never dealt with that but look at you now so yeah. at least it's, it's an exciting feeling but, and I'm sure a lot of those people will reach out to you now and be like would love to be on your podcast oh 100 <laughs> percent but also the thing I think where I was going is that like I wasn't comfortable 
at my lowest point not looking like these girls. Definitely. And it wasn't until I started like owning and then I started pitching myself to brands being like, I'm not a size zero. Like you want to work with me. There were so many management companies that I reached out to. And I'm not saying it's because of like my size or the way I look. I don't know why they passed on me, but they did. They would pass on working with me. One of them said, oh, your followers are fake. You're this, you're that. I'm like, you don't know me. Like I've been growing this from the ground up for five freaking years. But you also don't want to work with people that don't believe in you. Exactly. And it's so funny because those people now comment on my videos. You're killing it. Yeah. You're you're doing amazing. I'm like, okay, well you didn't want to bet on me. Yep. And like, I'm not like a spiteful person, but it's kind of just like, fuck you. (laughs) Okay. I'm not a spiteful person, (laughs) but I can't even, but I can't even, (laughs) I could be bitchy sometimes. Like if someone's going to mess with me, it makes me, that is when Remy's bitchy side comes out. I'm a nice person, but all of these people from my past now are crawling back in and being like, oh my God, like you're doing amazing. Wait, I haven't heard from you in seven years. Wait, that was my. you hooked up with this guy that I liked and now you're texting me like you must be insane. That was the intro of my entire podcast (laughs) about how now like that I announced I'm working here, all the men are crawling back in and I'm just like. Your intentions are showing. Yeah. You know? Well, that, I could totally see that happen. Like, all of my guy friends love Barstool, too. But since I'm doing something that's so, I have been getting a little upset lately because I have a lot of guy friends from home. I've always had a lot of guy friends. I have a million different friends and I have a million different friends in all separate groups. Guys, Mm -hmm. girls, whatever. The girls are being so supportive. But I care so much about my guy friends and a lot of them haven't said anything mm. and I'm getting so upset about it but I but feedback that I got from someone recently was this isn't their audience this oh girl I have feedback for you <laughs> okay yep. I want to hear your feedback so when I started my blog yeah I and what by blog at the time it was blog Instagram whatever five years ago I made a thing in my head where I was like men are going to unfollow me mm-hmm. I yep. am not like, if I was a girl following a dude, and all of a sudden, every day he started posting lifting, lifting, sports, sports, I'd oh, be like, unfollow. Mm. And so I said to myself, you cannot get upset. Guys you've hooked up with, guys you've dated, guy friends, they're going to unfollow you because yeah. they don't care what you're posting, and you're annoying to them. Yeah. And, like, some of my best guy friends from college, like, I noticed recently one of them unfollowed me, and I was like... That one kind of stung a yeah, little bit. Yeah. But I was like, honestly, like, I also get it. Like, I No, that helps me. Do you know uh, what I mean? Because I'm not there yet. Like, I this is all new for me. Yeah. I've been doing this for a while. And because I have so many guy friends and I care so much about their opinion, it is hurting me. So why don't you just say something to them? Oh, I so have. Okay. I have. I have to sum. And when I've done it in a more mature setting, really saying in a vulnerable way, I really have gotten great feedback of, I didn't understand what you were doing. I didn't know you were truly, I didn't know you were truly going to make a life out of this. Some of those people understand. There are some people I reached out to that I thought were my really, really close friends that either didn't answer or didn't want to give feedback or I'm sure have sent it in the group chats with the other guys Mm. being like, ha, 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 like Remy. Are those my real friends? I don't know. I have a problem in the first place where I want to be friends with everyone and it's hard for me to let go of people. Have you taken the Enneagram test? No. Do you know, what sign are you? 
a Pisces. Oh, because I'm an Enneagram three wing two and I'm curious because I feel like you probably are too <laughs> okay I'll take it I just feel like you're similar to me in the yeah. sense that like I want to be friends with everyone I want to be liked by everyone yeah. who doesn't though let's yeah. be honest no but some people don't give a shit and I'm like oh I wish I didn't I wish I didn't but at the same time it's a good and a bad thing because you know what since I care so much I think that's where I am today fair and that I, makes you a good friend yes and well that's the thing I've I can I think you can if you talk to anyone that is friends with me, they would tell you I'm a very thoughtful friend. I go over and beyond for everyone in my life. So when I don't even get a singular text just saying, proud of you, it does sting. And again, I'm not looking for praise from everyone. That is not what I want. But close people in my life, when this is all happening, I would love some acknowledgement. But, you know, I'm going to have to get over it. My other piece of advice. Yeah. People don't get social media the same way social savvy people do. Yeah. Like I have a lot of like half of my I have a close tight knit group of friends from high school and like 50 percent of them like go on social media breaks don't look for three weeks don't like anything and I don't even take it personal because I'm like they would never put themselves out there in this way that I'm doing like people don't get it they really don't and it's not like a or it's like. They're like, this isn't sustainable. I don't know. People just have judgments about it that I've come to learn. And I'm always – I live my life by prove people wrong. Like, you say I can't do it. Watch me do it. Like, you know? So – that's just kind of how I live my life. And no, and that's really helpful to me, especially because you've been in this space for a while and it's new to me. So I am very overwhelmed right now. Like, I'm loving all of this. Yeah. I just – you know, signed with a really big talent agency and I'm super excited about everything I'm doing. But right now I'm overwhelmed, also struggling with my weight and all these things. I just need to figure it all out, balance it all out because only two weeks ago I decided that this is going to be my life right now. Like I'm not going to go back to a corporate job. I'm going to try and just pursue all of this and it's new for me and I need to just figure it all out in the best way possible. It's it's a lot. No one prepares you for being catapulted into judgment from hundreds of thousands of people, period. Yeah. And I just started therapy from a therapist recommendation that I got from you because yes. especially now that I'm starting this new job, I think the timing is like perfect. And I've been talking to her about like navigating that. And I think that, again, you can't you can't prepare yourself for this. Yeah. And people are going to say things to you. But at the end of the day, she actually gave me a really good tip. And I want to – I'll give this to you and I'll give this to anyone out there because I found it to be, like, so smart. She tasked me with this week writing down my core values. She's like, who are you? If you had a mission statement, what would it be? And, like, look at it in six months. Look at it in a year. Are you still that person? Mm-hmm. Even though so much has changed and your life is different, like – do you still hold those same core values? And like, I've always had really strong morals and core values. So I don't think I'll ever like sway from that necessarily, but I just thought that was a really good exercise to put into practice. She's great. She's so good. And yeah, I think that is really important just to see where you are. A lot of things change and you might think that some of those things won't change and they will be different in a few years and that's okay too. Totally. So I want to get into my Ask Alyssa segment. I asked Remy to do it with me since she's here. I picked out three questions that I think are really great. Thank you guys to everyone that wrote in. I will, I mean, there's some that were more about dating and I want to do a full episode on dating. So we'll get to those next week. But we have a good assortment here. So I'm going to read them and then we'll give our perspectives. Great. 
Okay, so the first question says, you inspire me to do a better job staying connected to friends. I feel that especially in a work-from-home environment, I let my days be driven by work and house chores. I put calling friends and talking to them versus like just texting or Instagram, Instagramming them on the back burner. What is your advice for maintaining connections with friends? Um, so you said you're a thoughtful person. I feel like I have great relationships with my yeah. friends, so I actually think I have some advice to share. But I'm yeah. curious. You can go first. Like, do you have any advice? I mean, I think that I am the friend that reaches out to everyone first. <laughs> so I think my advice would be that you need to separate your time. Let me think about this for a second. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll, I'll go seven. first. You so, go first. So – I am single, so I fill my time when I'm alone listening to podcasts or talking to friends. So I don't know if I was in a relationship. I mean, I hope I never lose my – I don't think I'll ever be the type to lose my friendships. But my point is if I came home from work and a significant other was there, I'd probably tell him about my day Mm -hmm. and wouldn't feel so compelled to call a friend. But I'm happy that I've taken this time as a single woman to make my friendships really strong because now I think when a man comes into my life, like – I won't lose those connections. But what I like to do is when I'm cooking, put my AirPods in, call a friend. When I'm out for my hour-long walk, 30-minute walk, call a friend. I think that any downtime, if you're in – well, I guess no one's really in Ubers or commuting these days. But like I said, go for walks, even when you're cooking breakfast, lunch break, after work – just like pick up the phone and call someone. I also have really taken to voice noting in quarantine. Me too. I am the the biggest voice noter. Yeah, so I'll just send a little voice note to my friends and we'll just go back and forth. Wait, I can't believe you're saying that because that was literally what I was going to say. That's like, What have I been doing recently because I think we're very similar. Also, I've been single for 25 years. Never had a boyfriend. So (laughs) The whole time. I've always been single. (laughs) And I'm not saying I don't love boys, but I am a single girl. No one's ever seen me with a boyfriend, and that's okay. But because of that exact same thing, I have put my friends before anyone. And again, that works against me at times because when my friends have gotten boyfriends Mm -hmm. and, you know, maybe moved away, I'm like, why do I feel less close to you and I get all upset? But it's because my priority in my life is my friends. And you know what? That's a great thing, but also right now I'm actually busy again. I'm doing a lot of things for myself, and I think that your friends, if they're your friends, will respect that. But like you said, make a little time. When I'm very aware, so I'll notice when I feel a little distant from people, and that could be them doing it or me doing that, but I literally send voice notes. I think it's so amazing. I get annoyed and stressed when I'm just – I want to text about my diet and then like I need to text Same. a novel. I don't want to do that anymore. Same. And I also know if I'm going to get on the phone, I will get on the phone for an hour. So neither are working for me right now. So I send voice notes. And if they want to text me back, that's fine. But I will continue to send the voice notes. It's just so great. I Absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. Absolutely yeah. love it. Okay. So this question, second question made me like honestly sad because we've all been here. Yeah. Um, and I think it was a younger follower, which also makes me sad. Hi, some boy called me fat a few days ago, and I feel so bad when I eat ever since. I've been struggling so hard with my weight, and when I finally felt confident, that boy insulted me. I have no one to talk about my insecurities to. My parents say I'm fat, and my friends only say that I'm beautiful because it's an easy solution for them. I'm afraid to show my body to the world. I'm afraid people will talk behind my back when I wear a bikini. I was almost there, and because of that one insult, I feel like I have to do it all over again. 
I don't want to cry. Isn't that sad? Yeah, that's really sad. But like, because it's been so there. relatable. Yeah. I can't explain the amount of times in my life that I've been called fat, and I'm not. I. I've been called fat by people that I thought were my friends. I've been called fat by strangers. I literally think the only insult people have and the first thing that comes to mind when you're a curvier person is, I'm going to call her fat because it's just going to tear down all of her confidence. I think it takes time where if someone called me fat right now, I would literally laugh in their face. I don't care. I really don't. But growing up where I've had a very similar situation, my parents although they're amazing and great and didn't understand what I was going through, always were trying to get me to lose weight for health reasons. And, you know, Mm -hmm. that really traumatized me in a way. And growing up, I've always felt that I'll never be in a relationship and I'll never get past that friend zone with people because I'm bigger than the average, I guess you can say. Mm -hmm. I think that things like TikTok right now, And finding people like you and finding people like me that are open and talking about all these things that have genuinely been through the same thing is probably the only and best thing that you could do to realize that people have been through it and you can get through it too. It's hard. It's hard to Mm – there's no magic answer of like how can I become more confident? How can I get through this? It's just over time as you go through more experiences – it will start to go past you a little more and you won't get as offended by it. Yeah, and I also think, like, you can't tie your worth to what other people say about you. Like, at the end of the day, if you're do- if you're making progress and you feel like you're starting to feel confident in yourself, one comment from some loser shouldn't change the entire course of yeah. your month, your day, your week. Like, if you're making positive progress in your life, continue on that way keep it moving because I know how easy it is for something to derail an entire plan you know like you think one negative thought and then you have a cheat day and everything's off track and then you're binge eating in the corner like you just have to like be confident in yourself and just have positive self-talk and be like I'm on this path like this is my journey and I'm not going to let this one like foolish boy tear me down yeah and it's easier said than done you know because like I said if someone called me fat right now I wouldn't care but if they said something that if they said something else meaningless I might care I'm like I said I'm a very sensitive person and it seems like this person might be that way too and that is okay Mm -hmm. I just think the more you grow and the more you go through things and like I said the more you listen to people that have been through it too it will get better I'm telling you that person won't matter and later on you will laugh that you ever got upset by what someone so meaningless said about you. So true. Such good advice. Um, Okay, question three, our final question. I love the energy that this person brought. They said, girlfriend, you made it. This is amazing. I am excited for you, sis. You are going to kill it. Best of luck. So thank you. That's very sweet. Um, So she said, as a successful woman business owner – why is it so difficult to find someone decent to date? Is it intimidation? Is it too much? I am a bigger girl, but that has never been a problem for me in the past. Um, the past couple of years, owning my own bakery, it's like there is some kind of dating troll out to get me, LOL. Don't get me wrong. I will never lower my success and power to yeah. please anyone, but it's just so strange. Let me know what you think. This is what I have to say about that just because – Like I said, I have so many guy friends and I've asked them these questions. You know, when I get in a little bit of a sad place and 
right now I don't feel like I need a man. I'm just focused on myself. But when I get in those places where maybe sometimes I want one, Mm -hmm. I ask my guy friends and I say, what is it? What is it that you think is the reason I've never had a boyfriend? Do I scare people away? I don't get it. A lot of them have said it's intimidation. I think that when you are a person that is a businesswoman or you know what you want and you have a lot to say, guys might be intimidated by that, but eventually you will find someone that wants to be with you for you. Like right now I'm having this struggle a little bit and I'm like very confident in what I'm posting, but then in the back of my head I'm like I know that this that all this stuff I'm posting right now is not sexy, Remy. Mm. It's not, it might not be attractive to boys that I used to talk to. And I'm noticing that I'm talking to a million girls every day. I'm not really having guys reach out to me right now. It is okay, but at the same time, I just have to tell myself one day someone's going to come along and love me for my funny content, being who I am, showing on camera what my body looks like it will happen Mm -hmm. there's truly nothing you can do about it right now it's just gonna it'll happen when it happens that's what I think agree and I'd be lying if I said I never had similar thoughts but what I think and like this is like the Italian morals (laughs) in me that like are so strong I don't want to be with you if you don't want to be with me 100% period like if you are if you're intimidated by me, if you're intimidated by my success, it's like, then what are you doing with your life? Like, are you not succeeding? Mm -hmm. Like, I want to be with someone that, like, elevates me and, like, raises me up and is, like, proud to show me off. Like, bring me to a work event and be like, this is my girlfriend, this is my wife, whatever. She kills it. Like, I don't want to be with an insecure man. And I think that's why I'm so rubbed the wrong way by the men that have been reaching out to me because of me working here. It's like... You want me for the wrong reasons. Like, mm-hmm. I want someone that's, like, genuinely just, like, I don't know, like, someone that lifts you up. And, like, I think the right guy's going to come along. Like, if a guy's intimidated by your success, like, that's his. Like, he's insecure. A hundred percent. And people like us don't want to be with someone insecure. No. Like, the moral of the story is there's someone out there for everyone. Like, period. You know, like, everyone's going to find someone I don't think that you have to think that people are intimidated by you. I think that's something to be proud of and something to celebrate if you own your own business. At the end of the day, the right person's going to come along, whether you own your own business or you work for someone else or whatever kind of industry you're in. I think that there's someone for everyone. So just continue being confident. Continue being yourself. Try to date. The right person's going to come along. You just kind of have to like weed through the bad ones in the process definitely all right guys that is it with remy thank you so much for coming on of course tell the people where they could follow you follow me at remy bader r-e-m-i-b-a-d-e-r on tiktok and on instagram i love it thank you so much remy thank you thanks for having me on okay guys time for the spill the tea segment where i am going to be sharing the like three to five things every week that I am obsessed with at the moment. So this week I have two shows and then like a self-care remedy type of thing. So the first one is Fate the Winks Saga. So it's a Netflix show. It's basically Harry Potter meets The Vampire Diaries. It's like these fairies that have magic and they're like fighting off these demons called the Burned Ones. I was explaining this to my friend Jill. I was like, you should watch 
um, the Wink Saga. And she, I like started explaining it to her. I'm like, you know, fairies, yada, yada. She's like, what the hell are you talking about? But if you guys are into that kind of stuff, like mystical, I'm personally into it. Like I loved the Twilight series. I read all those books. I watched the movies. Like I'm into all the magic stuff. I don't know when I like became this like magic loving person, but I don't know. I find those shows to be really interesting. So if you're into it, it's like a good teen drama, like hot male character. The main girl's really pretty, cool cast. Like, I don't know. I'm so into it. It was only six episodes and I'm actually pissed because it was like finally a new show. I was enjoying binging and it's over so soon. I feel like it's over before it even started, but I want you guys to watch it because I don't know. I just think it's so great. Um, The second show that I've been watching is Bling Empire and I just think nothing is more fun than watching rich people spend money. Like, I'm not one of those people that watches a show like that and gets jealous. Like, I feel like some people, it makes them feel bad about themselves. Like, why don't I live that life? Mine's the opposite. It's like motivation for me. When I'm watching really successful people, I'm like, I want to be that successful one day. So this inspires me. So I think it's cool. It kind of reminds me of Rich Kids of Beverly Hills. Just like the way they got, like just the way they are, the way they're friends, but it's a play on, um, oh my God, what's the name of that movie? It's a, oh my God, what's the name of that? The, um, oh, oh, it's a play on Crazy Rich Asians. Oh my gosh, I almost forgot the name of it. It's like a play on Crazy Rich Asians, but IRL. And I don't know, I think it's so fun. Again, just watching them spend money, watching like them fight. It's kind it's better than the housewives. I've like really taken a housewives break lately during quarantine. I just feel like it's not doing it for me these days. So try one of these two shows. You're bound to like either one because they actually couldn't be more opposite. Um, so then the last thing is I've been taking some like supplements, I guess you can call them, to help with my anxiety and my stress. And not quite sure it's working yet, but I have been really liking these two things that I've been taking. So I decided to try ashwagandha root. One of my followers actually DM'd me. She said that she has anxiety and it's something that she takes every time, um, but before bed every night. So it's something that I've been incorporating into my nighttime routine. I've only taken it two times, but then I'm also drinking this other like, like CBD calm beverage before bed. Um, so with those two things, like I feel like I've been sleeping like a rock. So they are working. Do I know that they're going to rid me of anxiety? Not necessarily, but I don't know. I think it's worth a shot. So I wanted to share with you guys. Ashwagandha root is what it's called. Oh, and then I've also been taking these, oh my God, guys, I'm going to like OD on CBD. I've been taking these other CBD pills that have turmeric in them and turmeric is good um, for helping with inflammation and I get a lot of inflammation because I'm gluten-free and gluten intolerant and all of these things um, and my stress kind of manifests into inflammation. I know this sounds like a lot, but I've been to doctors. Um, so yeah, I've been trying this turmeric CBD pill. Again, I don't know if this this thing's like working, but we'll give it a go. I'll update you guys in a few weeks. And if I feel like it's changing my life, then I'll share more. But as of right now, those are the things that I am loving this week. So thank you guys so much for tuning in to episode one. I absolutely loved my conversation with Remy and I hope that you guys join the tea tribe tune in next week because 
we spill the tea here every Tuesday.